Hey guys, welcome back to our first episode of Sorry Mom. I'm Maria. I'm Amelia. And today we're going to talk about how we essentially met, became friends, but most importantly, we're going to talk about how Amelia lost her virginity. Indeed. It's not a boring story. Let me just get that straight from the off. Um, It is one that will go down in history, in my humble opinion. Uh, for both me and the person that I lost it to actually I'll be honest I don't even do do you think he would remember me I feel like it was more memorable for me than him I don't know I think he would mainly because he was the type of guy I don't feel like he gets a lot of female attention so oh true so uh (laughs) let's set the scene we are at university a second year um, me and Maria at this point we know each other like fairly well um, but I would say that our friendship definitely blossomed through through my loss of virginity interestingly and if you <laughs> want to know exactly how there's actually a couple of uh, characters involved so there's me there's Amelia there's also this guy let's call him Nathan basically he thought that he was gift from God so that's why we've chosen that name I thought he was also the gift of God for no apparent reason. And I didn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, we were at the Freshers' Fair for our university and that is where all the clubs and societies are and Amelia was bending under a table and of course that's when this guy sneaks up behind her and is like, are you you Amelia? And she doesn't get up. No, guys. She (laughs) turns around and looks over her shoulder. (laughs) The back was arched. The back was arched. (laughs) Bum in the uh, suggestive bedroom eyes. Yes, that's me. C'est moi. C'est moi. At this point, like, I'm not going to lie. I've barely had any male attention at all. And, you know, just from the voice alone, like, without even looking at this bloke, I was like, yeah, yeah, he is the one. I am going to, I don't even know. At that point in my head, I was just like, I didn't even think, like, oh, I want to fuck him. I'm, I'm thinking more like marriage terms. Um, <laughs> all before even seeing his face. So uh, yeah, no, I turned around and there's this guy standing there. Um, he's in his ice hockey get up. So he's got rollerblades on. He's got his ice hockey jersey on. And I'm just like, box ticked, all of them. Uh, <laughs> and he like uh, basically says like, oh, hi, I'm the social secretary for ice hockey. Um, I can see from your t-shirt that you're the social secretary. I thought it'd be cool for us to do a joint social. And I was just like, oh, fuck yes, yes, this is the best day of my life. So we exchanged socials and whatnot. And then that was that. And then I walk out and there's Maria and I'm just like, girl, you'll never guess what's just happened to me. The most uneventful thing ever. But at the time it was the most eventful thing ever for me. And I was literally like, what, what's happened? And we're walking past each other because we're swapping shifts for our society, which was figure skating, by the way, which is why the ice hockey person even came over. Oh yeah, and I then, was cutting out paper snowflakes underneath that table for our high budget <laughs> society. Very incredibly hot paper snowflakes, apparently. Yeah, sexy. Um, and then she messaged me later being like, oh my God, so this is what happened. And I'm just like, you really, really fancy this guy. For our very first social for our club, we were having a white t-shirt social and uh, Amelia invited this guy. He turned up, someone had written something very rude on the back of Amelia's shirt, basically pointing down to her vagina Saying, it was to my ass. <laughs> Even worse, <laughs> it was my ass. <laughs> oh my god! Basically, Nathan, enter here. And she spent the whole night trying to hide that, but he wasn't even uh, looking at her. He was looking at this other girl. We're going to call her Penelope Cock because Penelope Cock. Penelope Cock. <laughs> Pro- 
proper though because she was proper preening at everything he was saying she was into it i mean you were too i yeah don't get me wrong this nathan guy like i was just obsessed with him at this point we'd been texting between then and now then and now i really wish we were still in contact um (laughs) we'll get to that bit why we're not in a bit um but (laughs) i we were like flirting over text and i'm not gonna lie the the flirtation was like steamy it was like like uh, you know when you look through old messages and they're like not at all like sexy at all but like if they put a kiss at the end and you overanalyze it so much and you're like here this guy's in love with me why else would he put an x at the end of hey um but with these ones they were like they were yeah I, I feel a bit horny looking at them now to be honest but that's because we're in a quarantine and I've got nothing better to do but I just want to give you an example um where um oh god you know I've, I've almost reacted to one of the messages on um, the, the Facebook conversation and this was about five or six years ago so that would have been awkward <laughs> um so um just stuff like him saying like just flirty jokes like um I put a picture of, um, I don't, right, I'm really bad at flirting and this is why. I put a picture of uh, roast dinner on there and it says, go large, not available on small. Um, and then he says, are you the helpline? Because when I think of you, it already seems to get larger. Now, I'm sorry, but that's flirting. Am I right? He was like, let me get inside you. <laughs> Thank you, Maria, for confirming. <laughs> um <laughs> and then um and then he was um saying like oh um are you talking to other boys i don't know why he made this joke you're talking to other boys i thought i was the one i was like oh you're my one and only and then i sent him one of those little like sticker things of like an, a, a fox rubbing its ass against the screen don't ask um and then he says save that for and then enter name of a club so we don't reveal the locations happened so basically that was where you know we had invited him to the social so he was basically like save the dirty talk for this for this club he comes and like maria said he's all over peacock like honestly like it completely ignores me it's arguably the worst day of my life and she still remembers it that way so you have to remember the effect it had on her i am traumatized still i am tra- traumatized still but yeah, that's okay no. though because <laughs> then we had that other social that we went to so the ice hockey team had their own first social which was much better attended but you have to remember they've been a society that's been around for a long long time and so all of nathan's uh digs i would say at our society <laughs> are unfounded yeah there was like a rivalry like initially like oh like figure skating the ice hockey and me obviously being me was like this is so hot like this sexual tension with rivalry i was like yeah and needless to say i was a virgin at this point so it was just only like increasing my sexual desire this flirting this rivalry i was ready to explode i feel like you wanted to be the romeo and juliet of ice skating yeah you know what i did (laughs) what do you say the other day in fair verona we set the scene In fair, fair corona, corona. <laughs> fair corona we set the scene um in the skanky ass nightclub um in an undisclosed location in the uk <laughs> so after she's hit me up i'm all like yes let's go to the social where we don't know anybody but the catch <laughs> was that it was a girls versus boys social so all the boys were going to be doing a pub crawl in different pubs on the way to the club and the girls were going to be doing a pub crawl um separately so we hit up Sainsbury's first filled up our water bottles with mixer and vodka as broke students do (laughs) 
and then uh, we meet these girls who we don't know, but obviously they know Nathan. So we're trying to get the goss, get some information. Um, and as we go towards the club, we get to know them a bit more and we're starting to see the bigger picture of basically he's a fuckboy. Yeah. The ultimate Total fuckboy. Fuck Total fuckboy. I mean, you know, bearing in mind they're saying all of this and Penelope Cock is literally right there. The girl that he's been chirping, like my number one enemy at this point she was scouting out which society she wanted to join figure skating or ice hockey and we were like come on come to you you know figure skating and she was like i'm just seeing what's available to me i was like you fucking dick <laughs> she was just there like i'm i'm not even here for the society i'm here for the dick i mean she didn't say that but we knew but she said it with her eyes so we've made it to the club and we're queuing up Amelia is basically quite gone by this point and hasn't even finished her drink. So I chugged the rest of it and then we're inside. Not being a very good um, health and safety officer, was I? But <laughs> great wing woman. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, what takes priority in this case? Losing your virginity. So that's exactly. absolutely fine. Exactly. And then I didn't even see Nathan as we came inside, but guess who did? Oh, that'll be me. Uh, <laughs> I saw him across the dance floor you know like in movies when there's like a godly light descending on someone in this case it was a dodgy club laser but same effect um, and I'm like here he is the boy who's been chirping me for the past like three weeks he said that we you know made jokes about having pillow talk he's made jokes about me like oh, he made a joke about me coming around to IMAX and Climax so you know this was it I was like tonight is the night I go walk up to him and he looks me dead in the face and he goes, oh, um, are you, are you Amelia? This boy. (laughs) What? (laughs) I beg (laughs) your, the audacity, the audacity. I just, to this day, I'm still shook. I cannot believe that. He looked you dead in the eyes. Dead in my eyes. And I looked him dead back and went, yeah, are you Nathan? (laughs) As if you haven't been texting for 10 weeks. Yeah. Like, at this point, I'd had so many sexual fantasies. I just felt like when we saw each other the first time, we were just going to rip each other's clothes off. But then he didn't even remember. Well, he, I think, I think we can both agree he definitely was pretending to act cool. Like, he has so many girls on the go that he just doesn't remember who's who and what's what. Whatever, I pretended like I wasn't bothered. And, and then that's when Maria got a bit of interaction with him. So he asked me for a dance-off and this dance-off never happened. I was so ready for it, having done years and years of dance beforehand. And I was like, okay, I'm going to fucking destroy you. Get on the dance floor. Where, where is he? Gone. Gone. Yeah, you pissed out. So not, not only is he pretending that he doesn't even know who I am, but of course Penelope Cock comes along and there they start you can see it you can see it festering between them like honestly I was looking at them and they're getting all cozy and I was like kill me this is the worst day of my life um <laughs> so <Dramatics. of> <laughs> so obviously I'm very devastated at this point and as Maria said, um, well, she didn't say it explicitly, but I just can't handle my alcohol like at all. And, you know, we'd been drinking all the way up until this club and it just hit me all at once. And I had to run like the, the club itself has a balcony on it and that overlooks the smoking area. So what I did, I just, I just 
bolted um and i was like maria i'm gonna be sick i'm gonna be sick so he managed to get me outside at least onto this balcony and i i'm not gonna lie i just uh, like leant over the balcony and hurled like sprayed over <laughs> the smoking area and who was down there <laughs> the entire ice hockey team yeah so i vomited on all of them you know everyone was down there penelope cock was down there nathan was down there all of the hot attractive ice hockey players were down there and i just vomited all over them but pulled myself back very quickly um and sort of realized what i'd just done but luckily they were all so pissed and drunk that they (laughs) thought it was raining (laughs) and you could just hear someone down there go oh shit it started raining we should go inside and i was like well amen to that <laughs> i was literally like you've saved it i don't know how but you've saved it <laughs> somehow i've managed to vomit on a whole ice hockey team and they just thought it was rain so you know tip tip guys it's fine if that happens it's absolutely fine <laughs> it's not the end of the world because one of them will still probably fuck you yeah well we're getting to that part aren't we uh <laughs> so i clean myself up a little bit I'm not ready to end the night yet. At this point, I'm still trying to figure out a way to to get what I want, which is this Nathan guy. We started to make friends with the ice hockey girls, apart from obviously Penelope Cock, because, you know, no. Um, Yeah, that bitch. You know, I'll I'll be completely honest. She's done absolutely nothing wrong. Um, I just hated her. Um, So um, I'm talking to the, um, the, the, the other social secretary from the figure skating. They had a boy and a girl. So one was Nathan, obviously, and then there was this girl. Um, and I was basically, I, I honestly think I might have been crying at this point. Uh, so I was, I wouldn't be surprised. I was basically explaining like, oh, like Nathan invited me tonight and he's barely even looked at me. He's all over this Penelope girl and ooh, just general dramatics from me. Um, surprise, surprise. Um, but then she's like, oh, um, Amelia, I think you should know something. And like, you know, we said earlier that he was a bit of a fuck boy, but I think you need to know some more details. And obviously me at this point, I was like, fucking give it to me. Give me some information. Give me some juice. Give me some material. And she said, basically, he has a girlfriend. Then she said he's cheated on that girlfriend. And then she said he got chlamydia from the girl that he was cheating on her with. And then she said that he gave it back to his girlfriend afterwards. And can we just say that the girlfriend still wanted him after that and even was happy to have an open relationship. So I just want to say that he must have some magic, like, I don't know, dick power or something like that. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I just want to say I was not dickmatized by him at all. (laughs) Dickmatized. (laughs) That is such a good way to put it because literally my eyes were spirals looking at him. Spirals, man. Like, Spirals of aubergines, just <laughs> literally. Um, I was a hundred percent dickmatized at this point, and even after this information, I'm like taking it in. She's telling me this information to put me off, but all I'm thinking is, this is perfect. I can use this. I can use this to get to him. But like, okay, I have the goss now. Let me ut- <laughs> utilize it. Yeah, let me utilize that shit. So. I go back into the club area because we were obviously, obviously that conversation took place in a girl's bathroom as do all conversations like that. Um, That's why you so, find the best goss. No, literally, like look at the absolute gem of information we got from that, from a girl's bathroom trip. 
You um, say we, but you were the one looking. Yeah, no, sorry. It was all me. I got that information and I was the one that decided to utilize it in the worst way possible by going back onto the dance floor, finding Penelope Cock, pulling her aside and being like, babes, come here. I've got something to tell you. It's serious. And she's like, oh my God, what? And I played it off as the whole, like, I'm just looking out for you, girlfriend. But I just basically went, oh yeah. So, you know, Nathan, I don't know if you know him. Like, yeah, I just like, obviously playing it cool. I like, don't know if you know Nathan, but um, he, um, <laughs> he, um, he has chlamydia. And I, <laughs> she was like, oh, <gasps> oh, really? And I was like, yeah, I'm just looking out for you. I'm just looking out for you. Bye. Bye. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye, Davis. Bye. Love you. TTYN. Um, <laughs> um, and so obviously that was a massive stupid mistake. First of all, that's a dick move from me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not advocating my behavior at all. That was shit of me. Second of all, obviously why the fuck, like as if, why would this girl like be my friend after that? Like, why would she like keep that secret for me so obviously the first thing she did is when she walked straight over to fucking nathan told him the exact words that just came out of my mouth while still making eye contact with me um so i was like well that is my cue to uh to, to leave for a little bit i'll just go outside bye-bye um run um so you know you'd think that i you know i would have realized at that point that my chances with this guy are pretty much you know there are no odds to even describe it, to be honest, like 10 billion to one. Um, and yet there's me thinking, right, I need a plan Z. Uh, <laughs> Just let's go all the way to the end of the alphabet because yeah. none of the others have worked. No, no. We'll get to the end of the alphabet and then go on to the Greek one at this point because I was not going to give up. I needed something from this guy. I was gagging for it. Um, <laughs> I um, I was thinking, you know, in my mind, like, obviously I'm still an emotional wreck at this point, even though I'd been crying, like probably like 10 minutes before I started crying again. Um, and I was thinking like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> so the epiphany came to me and I thought for the movie, Angus Long's Imperfect Snogging, where there is a sequence in it where in order for Georgia to get Robbie, Georgia decides to use something called an elastic band theory and get with Robbie's friend, Dave in order to make Robbie jealous. So obviously in this situation, I'm thinking, right, which one of these ice hockey men am I going to have to get up on to, to make Nathan jealous? So obviously I picked the ugliest one there. <laughs> so rude. Sorry, sec- second ugliest because poor Maria got left with the scraps, which was the ugliest. I can't even explain, guys. He literally, if, if, so, okay. I'm assuming everybody's seen Harry Potter or has heard of Harry Potter. There's a character called Crookshanks. This man is the human version of Crookshanks if he had run into a brick wall. I'm sorry, Same. but... It's true. That's the thing. It's true. So we go up to this... <laughs> well, I'm... I My target... Let's name him Eric. My target, Eric, was standing next to Nathan and Crookshanks just happened to be there like a barnacle sucking the life out of everything. So I go in for the kill, essentially, with Eric um nathan's like on the side a little bit but i made sure he was still like he could still see the, the what was about to happen because obviously that was the whole point of this i was not interested in this eric guy whatsoever poor maria had to tag along and deal with the crookshanks uh, character so <laughs> um so i start dancing with this eric guy and you know 
obviously I think we've mentioned this before perhaps but he really did not have has never had any woman's attention in his life before probably bless him because he went apeshit and I was like oh my god this is perfect this guy's all up all over me I'm gonna make Nathan so jealous um obviously Nathan wasn't even looking at me he was too busy shoving his tongue down Penelope cock um but you know I was like I've got to keep this up I've got to keep it up until he sees he needs to see he needs to see and I lost track of time and the club started to close and I turn around I think Nathan had left maybe an hour before he was nowhere to be seen so I was getting with this guy for absolutely fuck all reason anyway um (laughs) we go to leave the club Poor Maria's still being attacked, you know, I was going to say attacked. He wasn't attacking you, but he was like following you. He was definitely trying it. Oh my God. Like his little smash face was, you know, all up in her grill trying it. Trying to be. I was literally like, you might have been like kissing Eric and whatever, but I was literally like, Crookshanks, if you come the fuck near me, I will fuck you up. Like, <laughs> don't touch me. I really wish I had that attitude, like, towards the end of the night. But I didn't. Um, so <laughs> we we went outside the club. And it's at that point where I had a few thoughts running through my mind. One of them is that I... A bit... It's a, it's a shame that I felt this way. But I really wanted to lose my virginity just so that I could say that I'd lost my virginity and sadly I think that's a case for a lot of um, people when they start out uni they feel a little bit embarrassed if they haven't had sex before which is the case with me and that's all to do with stupid social media and all these concepts of like you know when you go to uni have a shit ton of sex whatever we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later but I basically in my mind was thinking maybe I should have sex with this guy just to get it over with because he clearly wanted to um and so that's when Maria <laughs> health and safety safetyed me a little bit. Guys, at this point, when we've left the club, it's closed. People are going home. My house is really close by. It's literally just to the left um, of the club. And honestly, Crookshanks lived the same way. He was trying to come home with me. And I was like, no, 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 no. Back up. But also <laughs> at the same time, I was trying to get Eric to back off of Amelia and also to say to Amelia, I held her by the shoulders and was like, okay, you can still say no to this. You don't have to get with him. You can just tell him to go home or you can come to my house. You don't have to go to your own home. There was proper good health and safety actions from you there. And did I listen to them? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I was like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. I know. I did not know what I was doing. But at that moment, I was like, yeah, fuck off. I, I know exactly what I'm doing. Right. You go home. Bye. And I watched you cross the road with Crookshanks, like following you like a little rat. Like, <laughs> oh, he was like my dog. <laughs> oh, nah, that's mean to dogs. Oh, t- <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair. But like, the thing is, he ended up, because he lived the same way I did. He, that meant he knew where I lived for the rest of the year because my house was first. He had to walk down the rest of the road. So creepy man knew where I lived. But then also, I think that didn't help you either because eric lived near you so so it was that generic convo like oh like what 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 part do you live in i was like oh i live on this road he's like no way i live i live on the road next to that i'm like oh fucking yippee i've got a 25 minute walk back with this guy to decide whether or not i want to lose my virginity to him and i didn't want to overthink it either anyway i'm not gonna lie i don't remember any of that walk i was so fucking smashed um (laughs) we (laughs) we get back to mine and in that moment, I had decided, I was like, yeah, I'm going to sleep with this guy. I want to have sex. 
I don't really care who I'm having sex with. I just want to have sex. So we go up to my room and um, bearing in mind, I lived with like four, four men who would have killed for me at that point. So I was feeling pretty safe. Um, so I got up to my room and the, the, so it starts happening, right? A warning, there's <laughs> explicit content coming. Uh, so, and I'm not choking. It's really explicit. So <laughs> I'm going to go into detail. Uh, so the night starts off with, um, I can't get my shoes off because I'm so drunk. So he starts to take my shoes off and then we get to the difficult part of my outfit I'm wearing a play suit with tights. So for those who know what a play suit is, you know that in order to take tights off, you have to take the whole play suit off. The image of it is basically, I was on my back on the bed. He's got the, like pulling on my tights to try and get them off. Obviously that's not going to work because it's attached to my crotch. And I feel like (laughs) I'm stretched out by this medieval torture contraption or something. Um, Very, very sexy, I know. Anyway, he manages to yank them off and breaking my crotch in the process. Um, Well, not my crotch, but the crotch of my (laughs) my play suit. I wish he broke my crotch. That would have been a better experience. But um, Pleasurable. Yeah, more pleasurable. So anyway, you know, the area is clear. Um, (laughs) the act can start and we start having sex and then about I'd say approximately six seconds in he goes can you get on top so obviously I'm a virgin and that is a sort of request that I did not know how to meet really but I did it regardless (laughs) I got on top and as I got on top I thought something's not right you know something really isn't right here so I just put it bluntly to him. I felt like, you know, I'm in a, like, I'm fine to ask questions. It's my first time. So I just simply asked him, is it in? To which his response was, (laughs) I'm really sorry. It's small. (laughs) At least he was self-aware, you know? Yeah, bless him. Like, I hate to think that that has happened to him maybe multiple times before. Um, So... Obviously, that was a little bit of a mood killer. I'm not going to lie. Um, so I kind of got off him and sort of rolled over. So I was, my back was on the bed. And then he decided to get on top of me, but then sort of straddle me and like sort of, I can't even describe it, like almost like combat shuffle up towards my chest. And then I don't know, maybe. Pres- did he like shimmy up to your chest? Yeah, that's a great word. Yeah, he like shimmied. Like bearing in mind as well, he's completely naked at this point. And I still have my plate, like the top of my play suit on. So I was feeling quite uncomfortable at this oh my nudity. Um, luckily it was quite dark. So, but still, so he shimmies up to the top of my chest and he pulls down my play suit and then just wanks all over my chest. <laughs> just never gets old. I just... <laughs> I'm not kidding like I was honestly like he's as he was looming over me I just remember like dead ass staring at the ceiling like my mind like do not make eye contact do not make eye contact <laughs> what an experience oh well yeah that 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 it was um so anyway he finishes and I'm just left there feeling degraded with like a bucket of cum all over my chest so obviously um for that that was the end of it for me i was not definitely not expecting to have any sort of return from it um from you know the fact that you know all the facts you hear about 
men not pleasing a woman I was pretty set to understand that I was not going to have any pleasure from this that evening so in my mind I was like okay like that's done like the deed's over I've lost my virginity Woo! I can sleep with loads of men now um maybe ones that I'm even attracted to who knows um <laughs> so what this guy does is he like goes oh do you have a towel and I'm like yeah like I I don't know what I thought I, I didn't understand why he was asking obviously it's very obvious to me now but he picked up the towel off my floor and then just kind of wiped me down with it like basically pushing all the cum onto my place it was so sexy um oh <laughs> and there was the birth of the sex towel the crusty sex towel was born that poor beach towel that I think I still own and that my mother has even washed so sorry mum oh my god anyway in my mind i'm like thank god that's over whatever he can leave now but instead of leaving he might might i just add he didn't even put the towel back on the floor he left it in the bed rolled over and fell asleep and i was just sitting there still sticky still in my like damp play suit on with a crusty cum towel in my bed um so i was like right i can't i i I was like i don't know what to do to ask him to leave like what do i do like he's falling asleep now so i was like fuck it i'll sleep in the morning i can't be dealing with this right now i just want to go to bed so i fall asleep and i was in my mind praying that he'd be gone by the time i woke up but no (laughs) he was still present so i roll over and lo and behold eric is there snoring away and i'm like oh my god like please just get out of my house bear in mind like he's like completely naked still and i'm like still wearing this disgusting ass play suit and i kind of cough a bit so he wakes up and he like rolls over and i was like right whilst i've got in here let me find out some more information on nathan because that's why i'm here at the end of the day and uh, not gonna lie so I start asking him stuff about Nathan and it turns out he knows absolutely nothing. He's giving me no material. The only material he gave me was that Nathan's a fuck boy, which is something that we'd learned very early on in the whole process. So I was disappointed to say the least, but I was like, well, whatever he's done now, like he can leave. So I said to him, I did the whole, I've got a lecture at nine. So you're going to have to leave. And you know what he said to me? He said, Oh no, that, that's okay. I'll, um, I'll, I'll just wait here until, until you get back wait for what did you think you were gonna like oh my god what if he was going to like cook you breakfast and everything and you came back and fell in love with him (laughs) can we not oh that's another thing actually i i made a comment about like oh god i hope my housemates didn't hear lol he was like i'm sure they won't mind if it's a long-term thing and i shit you not i threw up in my mouth (laughs) how could the audacity he well I don't know how he thought by wanking over a girl's chest that they're going to fall in love with him. But, you know, the world's a strange place. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I told him, yeah, I got a lecture at nine. Bye. He said he's going to wait there till I get back. And yeah, no, that was not going to happen. So I I was panicking at this point. I was like, how do I get rid of this guy? Like, and (laughs) I didn't even think like, oh, get a friend to call me, like make something up. I just like thought... I, I worked with the material that I had and in the end I just farted really loudly and <laughs> <laughs> tips for all you out there it fucking works within three seconds he went ah well I mean first I apologized because it was very loud so you couldn't be like pretend like I hadn't just farted really loudly in the bed I just went oh sorry it was all that pizza I had last night whatever and um, he was like oh that's fine I should probably get going actually I was like yeah yeah, yeah you probably should so amen he left the house 
Um, and I thought that was the end of that. But he still texted me that night asking me if I wanted to go to a club. So, I mean, <laughs> there are lengths that people can go. That being said, like the lengths that I would have gone for Nathan are high. But the lengths that this guy was willing to go for me, like I literally farted on him and he still wanted it. So, you fart on him? I think we were in spooning position. Oh my God. No wonder he vamanost. <laughs> vamanost? Anyway, he got up and left and I like got to see him in the daylight now because obviously the club was in the dark and my room was in the dark and I just saw what I just... Uh, I felt dirty and not in a good way. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, there's no way that situation could have gone in any other way. I just don't... <laughs> You're just as speechless as I am, honestly. I've told this story so many times but each time I'm just as speechless, like, out oh, what the fuck? happened that night um he left that was the end of him he still texted me that night and i just ghosted him i was like nah you did not serve your purpose i don't think i lost my virginity if i'm honest because it felt like nothing went in there you hear these horror stories about how like some people bleed and it hurts but luckily for me i felt absolutely nothing (laughs) so (laughs) nothing was lost and nothing was gained either because there was no pleasure there um so, or information yeah no information like, i still didn't know what to do with this nathan guy and i was still wanted him so i'm not gonna lie nathan did text me that day and said can you please not discuss my sexual health in public in front of anyone um i don't know how you know that information but you definitely shouldn't be shouting it in the middle of a club to a girl that i'm seeing and i was like absolutely fair play i'm really sorry like (laughs) he was totally right i was so like that was really bad play from me um obviously like i don't want to make it like say like ah like i was young and dumb but i actually really was just young and dumb in that situation i just yeah bad 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 media it's me slapping myself nothing else (laughs) um Um, so I apologized basically, and I'm not going to lie, the convo understandably kind of ended there, uh, with, um, old Nathan. Um, but you know, I just wanted like the story to like to end on some sort of note of drama being me. So one day walking back from the library, I'm with my housemate and we see Nathan walking about three meters in front of us. And I'm like, right we're gonna follow him home but yeah no it's bad i know but um (laughs) we're gonna follow this guy home so we to be fair he lived like on the way to our house anyway trying to defend myself here Uh uh-huh sure okay (laughs) he did live on the way home so it wasn't exactly like i didn't follow him like three miles away from my my end destination but there was a slight detour and um, I saw him go into his house and I literally saw him go like walk into his house and then I saw his silhouette up in the frosted window and I saw him hold his dick in his hands and have a piss. Uh, they say romance is dead, yet here we are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a memory I'll tra- cherish forever. Um, and so I had his address and with that, I thought, fuck it, I'm going to get a sex test kit sent to his, which I did. Um, luckily they're free for anyone who is interested in one of those um completely free and very easy to use but i got it sent to him so just so that in future um i don't have to announce the sexual history in front of everyone he can do it himself and the end finn (laughs) 
Yeah, but Amelia, you know how Romeo and Juliet ended. So uh, all, all is well. All is well. <laughs> You're not dead. So true. True. And I don't think Nathan is as well. It looks like he has a girlfriend. So, you know, good for him. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. Like retelling this story and re- going back through those messages, I've developed the feels once again for him five years ago no 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 no. that's lockdown talking come back come back <laughs> quarantine's got me hard oh wow I, I didn't mean it in that way but i also did weird oh my god double entendre oh i love that so <laughs> so yeah that is the story of how i lost my virginity and how me and maria became so close because she wing womaned me she taught me some life lessons and also now when maria tells me something's a bad idea i do not ignore that <laughs> at all <laughs> i'm like yeah you're right you know from past experiences i won't do that correct i am wise i mean i also probably didn't take you to the best decisions in some areas but we'll get there we'll get there yeah i mean we wouldn't have any fun stories if we made wise choices would we so i think i'm still making unwise choices i just i don't think that gets better with age (laughs) (laughs) no it is worth it for the content though and it's worth it to tell the stories at a pub when you're pissed um the memory's so distant i can't even envision it but what is a pub i don't actually know (laughs) pub what is this foreign language you speak (laughs) who's Um, she who is she? <laughs> oh, well. but even now, when you tell that story to me again, all of the same questions come up in my head of like what, losing your virginity and the peer pressure at university, discussing sh- sexual health, even. I just think that there is such a taboo around all of these different subjects, and 100%. people need to be, yeah, they just need to be more open and more sex positive, I guess. Because, exactly. like, for the longest time, I didn't know the difference between all of the different STDs. When you were telling everybody else what chlamydia is, I was like, I don't actually know what that is. <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. I did think that the clap was the same as chlamydia. And I probably told a few people that he had the clap when I meant for chlamydia. So, I mean, it's a learning curve. It's, it's all a learning, learning curve. curve. Exactly. <laughs> um, and that is why I think the point Maria's making is that sex education is shit in the UK. Like, awful. God, what did you even have? Because all I had was we were supposed to put a condom on a banana and hold the bit at the top. And they didn't even teach us that properly. And there was so much air in most of the bananas <laughs> that I could see. I'm not gonna lie I don't even think I had that experience I think I remember like so I grew up in France and I do remember a session where it was just girls and this like sex ed teacher was like oh do you have any questions and one girl said is it true that when you put a tampon in it can get stuck up there and you can't have children um and that is all I <laughs> I don't even remember the woman's answers if all I know maybe it's true um but that was the only experience I had with any sort of sexual education Oh my god, that's just so terrible. But also, like, okay, you said that you experience peer pressure for losing your virginity. I personally didn't, but who who do you think that made it more obvious? Like, is it guys around you? I think it was like just uni culture. Like when you start at uni, um, you are put into this community of essentially 
a fuck ton of horny people um quite a lot of people have had sex by the age of 18 like just generally um well it was the case at my uni anyway and also when you're in freshers and you're getting to know your peers the main game that people play is never have i ever and i don't think i've never have i ever played a game of never have i ever without at least every single question being about sex and like what you've done and so i would feel like so embarrassed when playing that game because i did not want to play it but i also didn't really want to lie so i would just say oh i i hate drinking games don't peer pressure me into drinking when the reality is i fucking love a drinking game ring a fire <laughs> hit me up but yeah so i like most of the time i would just lie and say that i'd had sex or i would just say that i didn't you know i didn't do drinking games that i shouldn't have had to have done that and no one should really because there really shouldn't be at the end of the day there really shouldn't be any pressure on losing your virginity like i the, the, the reality is i've met so many people since uni who haven't lost their virginity until they were like 20s um even late 20s sometimes at like any age like so it i i was clearly just in a situation where maybe everyone was lying like me i i don't know but, i feel like that's really plausible mm. so and also that being said it would have been very hard to have lost my virginity before uni because i went to a catholic school um uh boarding school to be precise where if you even so much as made eye contact with a man you were sent to the chapel to say 10 Hail Marys so <laughs> to be honest I don't feel like my upbringing was that much different because I grew up in an Asian household and you don't even speak to boys even if they're your like even if they're related to you if they're not your brother or your dad you do not speak to a man <laughs> you don't even know men exist I feel like I need to go on a cleanse where I do that to be fair I'm sick of men <laughs> To be fair, I'm I'm very much on the girl vibe right now. And even then, I'm like, where are they? I don't <laughs> just want to be like, girl, you're pretty. And she's going to think, oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, girlfriend. Like, no, no, you're pretty as in I want to lick your vagina. But yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa. But in terms of STDs, um, chlamydia in particular is very easily treatable another thing which i did not know so obviously when when you know i found out that nathan had chlamydia in my mind was like he's riddled <laughs> he's diseased it's incurable i want it <laughs> and i still wanted it yeah that's the sad part but with chlamydia it's just very easily treatable so um you know i think that reading up on sex education and stis is definitely a must um, when it comes to it because as you can see, I, I just had no idea what I was chatting about. Um, and to be fair, still to this day, I still have difficulties sometimes. So, yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys learned from the story that basically don't get sucked into peer pressure and you should listen to your health and safety officer when she tells you you should come <laughs> to her house instead of going to your own house. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. uh, <laughs> I learned my lesson. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I mean... Next week, I'm going to be uh, learning or teaching a lesson, and we're going to continue on the theme of chodes. So, I mean, next... <laughs> okay, can I just specify? Eric did not have a chode. I would have been lucky if he had a chode. It was so thin. <laughs> like, imagine a pinky finger erect. Like, as in, like, just imagine a pinky finger, and that is what his dick was like erect. This poor bloke. Like, I am really sorry, mate, but really sorry. But that is the, what I had to deal with. So if anything, I had a quite a good experience in losing my virginity because I didn't feel anything. But yeah, RIP. Maria, however, has experienced a real chode, which will be in next week's episode, which I am buzzing for. 
I hope you enjoyed that, guys. And if you want to hear more from us, you can follow us on Sorry Mum Podcast. That is Mum, M-U-M, not M-O-M. <laughs> and all of our updates will be on there. And if you want to leave any of your own stories, please feel free to comment on our posts. Yeah, I'd love to know if anyone else had a fucked up virginity story like that. So I feel less like an anomaly. I'm, I'm sure like everyone's been through something similar in life. And stay tuned for the next episode. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And thanks for making it all the way through. Uh, we will speak to you next week with one of Maria's gems of a story. So goodbye, guys. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thanks. Oh shit, I forgot where we stopped at. Penelope Cock and him are getting on the background. Don't remind me. <laughs> it's painful enough going through this memory. Especially after reading those texts from him. He was in love with me. He wanted to give you chlamydia. <laughs> I wanted him to give you chlamydia. <laughs> I wanted it. <him. laughs>